Yo, what is going on? Welcome to another episode of Rock Hard here on the M-Bomb Effect. I'm here live in studio with Ghost and Andrea. And tonight we have a very special guest. She's yes. from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Please, everyone, welcome Lola Beth. How are you tonight? Good. How are you doing? We're doing all right over here, you know? And, uh, you know, it's, it's a little different. I don't know how bad the weather is over there, but the weather over here kind of just, it got bad. Right, Andrea? Yeah, yeah it just got bad. Yeah. <laughs> just started downpouring. No. Very wet. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're, we're kind of dealing with that, and I'm hoping that the thunderstorm that we're supposedly having is uh, is not going to kick the power off, so please bear with us, because it might happen. <laughs> um, oh, no, you're good. <laughs> so, Lola, let's, let's, dive into the, let's dive into this here. So you're, um, you're in the music career, all right? So let's, let's dive into how, who Lola is and uh, how exactly you got into the music career. Um, so I have been singing and writing since I was about seven years old. Um, my dad used to play guitar, and so I picked it up from him, and I've been doing it ever since. So nice. Now I know. Um, I know that you know it, it, everyone has a different path to walk, so to speak. You know, and uh, we've had a lot of different people here on the show, whether it be in studio or remote. And we're we're kind of new with with the remote aspect of it, so it's it's nice to kind of reach out to people living in different areas. Um, we're like you're in Virginia Beach. We're all the way out here in Rochester, New York. Yeah, and um, it definitely adds a different aspect to understand more who everyone else is and what they've experienced. You know, uh, we've had bands like last guy we had on was the Spooky Metal Man, uh, Dan Sprague, and mm -hmm. um, he you know he was very you know humble. He was very quiet, but you know he he gave up some information that I never knew about him. Um, but I would say I, I, I got to say I think you're the first female guest we had on from the music world. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I'm very, uh, very honored to have you on. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, is, your, is this your first podcast or? Um, I think it's my second. Second. Um, yeah. We're a little different on here. I know a lot of podcasts are like audio only or just, you know, maybe they go through, um, I don't know, what is it, Zoom or whatever, but yeah. we have a little bit of a different aspect, we believe, wholeheartedly in the, in the production value, so that's why you see a lot of graphics mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Hear all uh, the fun noises. All the fun noises, always. <laughs> um, but um, in the music world, though, it's, it's pretty much the same thing. Everyone has a different genre. Everybody has different sound. And the one thing that I always enjoy hearing is um, the female aspect. I, want, I, like, yeah. I like women vocalists. Mm -hmm. Now, I know there's people out there, they might go, oh, you know, it's not as good as maybe a guy in a band or something like that. I'm like, why? They never give you a clear, concise exactly. answer. No. no because they can't. They can't. They can't. But but have you ever had anybody um, kind of give you that kind of feedback at all? Or have you ever heard yourself from somebody that you know? Um, I've heard several people say that like they're not into female artists. I've also had people like, tell me that my, like, my voice is unique to them and um, that they... Like my my one friend, uh, he has he doesn't really like a lot of female artists, and he but he likes my voice, but could just be because he's my friend. I don't know. <laughs> it could be, but yeah. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know who your influences are, and I know we'll get to that in just a moment. But I got to say, okay. Maria Brink from In This Moment, mm. amazing. Yeah, yeah. and yes. Ginger, for oh, instance. Yeah. yeah. Oh and, yeah. So and um, I know from what I saw, um, Paramore is somebody that you are influenced by it am i correct oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. 
Paramore's great. I, oh, I yeah. love the new song. Um, this is why I don't leave the house because I can totally it resonates <laughs> with me. I don't like leaving yep. the house. <laughs> um, so I, I, a lot of people like the older stuff. Uh, I it's not bad, but I definitely I dig that song. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to music writing, what, what what space do you use in your home? Like I know some people might have offices or maybe like built in studios in their homes, or maybe they're just you know chilling out in their uh, living room doing yeah. this thing. Where, where do you prefer writing music? So I write a lot of my songs in my car. Um, I don't know why, but something about being in a car writing is really peaceful to me. So you're one of those people that um, you're probably like me. I'll probably I'll get home from like work or something and I'll sit in the car for like 15 Same. minutes just listening to music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, so mm-hmm. I'm in an apartment complex and I'll look over and there'll be another mom, you know what I mean? <laughs> or adult that's like <laughs> avoiding whatever's inside, you know, just giving themselves a few minutes, whether it's a pet or a person or whatever. Yep. You just got to take that breath and then just let the music just consume do you, you. Do you have a, uh, do you like play other music while you're writing or do you, you know, like have your own already done and like just play it over and over in the car or so sometimes i'll look up like beats and uh, like youtube beats or i'll listen to like some instrumental stuff and then i'll um take like the melody like the vocal melody that i've come up with for my lyrics and then put it on guitar nice nice yeah Mm -hmm. i find everybody has different methods to their Mm -hmm. madness like some people will write down the word the lyrics first and then go with the instrumental. Yeah. Um, and then uh, yeah. vice versa. Like if I were to have done this, I probably would do the beat first, then go with the melody and then build off of that. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's mm-hmm. what I would do if I was doing uh, any type of music. Mm-hmm. Um, in the background, I have done electronic music and all that and have made like instrumentals and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not trying to make anything out of it. It's just something that I like to do. It's just for fun hobbies and all that. But um, with that all being said though, like, have you been in a band or is it something you've done always as just a solo career uh, as a music artist? Yeah, I've been on um, several bands. I used to have a band called Autumn Envy. Um, but since I've moved, I really haven't like started a band yet. Um, I plan on it. Um, just trying to figure out where I, I'm thinking about going to New Jersey now, so I'm not sure if I'm staying here or not. So um, it just depends where I'll be moving to. But. Yeah. Um, where are you originally uh, based out of? Where, where were you from originally? Um, so I'm originally from Stanton, Virginia. Okay. So still in Virginia, just in a different uh, part of the state. Yeah. Okay. Um, I did see there was a post that you had on, on Facebook, I believe, about a, a, a shindig up in upstate New York where we are for mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, this, that's yeah. one thing that we do yeah. advocate here on the show. Now, we, I don't know if you've actually watched like the, the main show. We get a little <laughs> crazy on the show. We, we make dark humor, and we, we crack jokes and bust each other's balls here. But yeah. the, one thing I do, <laughs> the one thing I do say is uh, mental health is so important, mm-hmm. and it's really nice to see the music world make something out of that, like the, the awareness and so what does mental health mean to you? Um, is it something that you personally um, deal with on a regular basis? I, I know I do. Um, I think a lot of the co-members here on the show do. I think I, I do. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so we take it seriously, you know? So is it yeah. something that you deal with on a daily basis or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I kind of like write a lot about it, um, kind of like Chester Bennington does like with his lyrics. Um, I try to incorporate it with that, and then um, try to I try to be hopeful in my lyrics as well. So yeah, and that's I think an important aspect is being hopeful and giving hope. I mean, for me, like it's some. It's it's pretty much therapy for me is just music. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think no don't get me wrong. There's days where I've had where I just have to drive home in silence. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody has those days, but for the most part, and especially lately, I've noticed because I've been going through some stuff myself, and I I find myself using like an earbud, just chilling in my ear with music playing. And it's not like I'm not paying attention to anybody because I am. I'm I'm having full blown conversations. Yeah, but I have that in the background because I feel like it it does calm me down. Um. Now, do you do you like listen to music just about in all aspects of the day, or is that just something you do in like car rides or anything like that? Yeah, I I love listening to, um, trying to hear like new like pop punk music and, um, like I'm really into like female artists just because like I'm a female artist. So. Yeah. Uh, Bring, Bring Me the Horizon is actually one of my favorite bands, so I I go to Bring Me the Horizon. So yeah, Bring yeah. Me the Horizon. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, when I saw Maria Brink, uh, perform live here, God, eight years ago, maybe, man, she killed it. Mm-hmm. Like that whole setup they have on that, like their concert is not even just like a concert. It's a full blown show. She's like the share of metal. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's like yeah. Outfit, full, full on outfit changes. Like <laughs> I'm like, man, I want to, I saw her in Missouri when I lived in Missouri. Yeah. Um, so have you, um, put on a, an official tour at all at any point or is it something you're thinking about um not really i haven't really like done a full tour i've been like several different um states and like played there but not actually like, toured yeah and i mean i know like a couple bands here um glass waves they're on tour right now and i thought that was pretty amazing because the drummer uh was a, in another band and i guess you know they disbanded i think partially due to the fact that he like certain yeah, band members wanted yeah wanted thing. to tour and um but now he's able to do that which i thought was pretty cool mm-hmm. um i saw okay so let's just dive into this because i feel like it's a very important thing to talk about and i noticed it with you and i, I noticed other things like this too um so I, I saw you had a post i don't know how long ago it was but i think it was like a, a professional conversation that was supposed to be taking part here and Mm-hmm. A man had messaged you and unfortunately was making some comments and you said, don't be creepy. And he still kept being creepy. Do you find that to be something <laughs> prevalent with, with a lot of men that inbox you about professional, like different circumstances or. Yeah, I get a lot of those. Um, it just happens. Like when you start putting yourself out there, you either get the haters or you get, people that will just be creepy honestly i'd rather get get hate on than being creeped on but um yeah (laughs) yeah it's uncomfortable it's definitely a battle that yeah a lot of people have to fight so yeah and i've seen i've seen people that i've known like they've shown me in boxes and then of course you see other inbox like screenshots and all Mm -hmm. that and i'm just like why 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 do that yeah then of course the proverbial d pick but you know it, it just it mm-hmm. speaks for itself when 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 somebody does yeah, it. It's yeah, it's just it's more annoying when they take you know like I don't know your something that you're doing and they like turn it into so like they reach out pretending that they're interested in what you're doing and really they're not. 
Oh, they're yeah. just like it's yeah. like a means to an end, and then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, all right, never yeah. mind. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, and it's just like why can't why can't they look past it and just be professional? Like yeah, I mean, in any other conversation, fucking human, respectful. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what I mean. It's all about respect. Yeah, you know. In every conversation I had with Lola in in uh, Facebook, because that's how we were conversing, and that's how we got yeah. you know this whole thing together. Um, I, I hope I never made you feel uncomfortable or anything way like that, because you know I, I keep things baseline. Everything that I say is pretty much what I how I talk to everybody. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah. And I, I feel like that's how it should be constantly. But hey, look, I'm different. Yeah. You're different. Everyone else is different. Well, and sometimes it depends, like the person's intention. Mm-hmm. Like you're looking for people to be on the show, you actually are. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Where somebody else is like, "Oh, I'd love to do, love to learn how to sing. Can you teach me?" But that's not what they're really trying to do. Yeah. Plus, I'm also married, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have no intentions of leaving. <laughs> and I know you're married too, so uh, you know it. It shows like you put that out there, and, and I hope that proves like, hey, you're, you're all about the music. This is what you're doing. So yeah, you know. Because mm-hmm. you know how people are. Sometimes they have the wrong assumptions. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Charlie on with us. He's messaging in saying she's being too nice. Dudes be hella creepy. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I mean, do, do you agree with that? I mean, it's it's got to be true. No, we're fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Ghost just goes, yeah, we're fucked up. No big deal. Um, Dustin from uh, Ghost Media Entertainment says, hey, family. And Ghost Media already on here. What up? <laughs> oh, look, the Dash Man's on here with us. Oh. Says, just wanted to say hi. Um, and, of course, we were talking about the, the whole process earlier. Charlie's a music artist himself. He is. And he says, always had the beat playing in the background while I write. That's what he said. Um, so mm-hmm. it looks like we have a couple. I have a couple songs here from you. You got Classy here. Now, I'm going to play this here for you. Where did the Classy song, like, where did this originate from? How did you start writing this one? What inspired this song? Um... Basically, so it's mainly about how, like, a lot of women um, these days, like, I guess, lack self-respect in themselves. Like, they feel like they have to wear less clothing to appeal to people. Um, And so it's basically saying, like, hey, you don't have to do that. You can still be classy. And um, not that you can't, like, dress a little sexy, but, like, you don't have to, like, reveal, like, so much to get the attention that you want. You can still be classy and do that. So, yeah. Um, Absolutely. No, I think that's a very important message to send, especially to younger artists, because this day and age, they're growing up with a lot of, known artists being half naked on the stage so they think mm-hmm. that's the norm and that's how they get the attention they need to succeed and that's right that's just not right so mm-hmm. yeah i mean look they always say sex sells but that all goes away in the end because no, what, talent sells. that's exactly what i was gonna say in the end that's what comes mm-hmm. first is the yeah. talent like yeah. if i if i enjoy like maria brink for instance I never saw her when I first listened to the music, yeah. but I was so into them. I'm like, yes, this is badass. There's a metal band. She's killing it. And like, that's how I got started listening to them, you know? And then I, I found out who she was and I saw her and I was like, wow, okay. And I didn't realize she was already in her thirties when she, when I found them. So I was like, wow, that's, she's been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I yeah. agree. I agree with that statement. Like you don't have to 
I don't know. I, maybe some people just find it to be like that's how they get their attention at first. But I don't think you need that. I think your your talents just in itself I sells. Mean, look at uh, Miley Cyrus for example. For a very long time, her career was being half naked on stage, shaking her ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, she's a, in my opinion, respectable artist. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I guess, like I said earlier, you know, everybody takes a different path of, yeah. you know, walks of life. Yeah. So, uh, Ghost Media says, that's an amazing message. Having a 10-year-old girl super involved in our business, we need more women to stand up and be leaders for people like her. Thank you for that. And I agree. That's awesome. Um, do you Thank find you. It, do you find it to be very difficult at all, like compared to um, guys in in the music career, or do you find it to be easier to get yourself out there? I know we all battle algorithms on social media, which mm-hmm. that's a whole story in itself. It's just terrible. But do you find that to be uh, the case, or do you find it to be easier to get yourself out there? So I feel like it's both hard and easy. Like. Because there's not a lot of women in the music industry. Like there, there is, but there's not like where I feel like women aren't taken as seriously as men are um, in the music industry because of the whole like looks thing. Like women have to have a look. I mean, men do too, but like women have to be attractive, and um, and so a lot of people look at the outside of the person of a, of a woman instead of like listening to the lyrics instead of like hearing the song but at the same time it's like there's not there's more men in the music industry i think than women so i feel like people do pay attention to that that you know like there's a new woman oh yeah cool there's a, it's a, a female in the music industry awesome you know so yeah i, I could totally see that mm-hmm. and um you know, look. I mean, the reality is, is that you know, I feel I feel like it's a rare um, thing to see compared to, like you said, there's more guys in the yeah. industry. But that's what it makes mm. what makes it so much better is that it's a different aspect. You're getting yeah. a different aspect. You know, yeah. I, yeah. when there is a really phenomenal female artist that does make it through all that bullshit they have to go through just to get past all the men that, let's be honest, flew by with ease. Yeah then it's mm-hmm. really phenomenal and it's great. Oh, absolutely. It, it's wonderful. I mean, is somebody who's in the industry now, I mean, for somebody to start, like Ghost Media was talking about, you know, a 10-year-old girl super involved in the business that they have. Um, look, I mean, w- what would be some advice for somebody who's starting out? Um, Main advice I can give is, like, don't give up because it's very, like – the music industry is very it's always changing and it's a very cutthroat industry and you have to have tough skin and when you first get into it like you're going to be broken down like a lot so you're going to get told things you you never thought you would ever been told things that would make you doubt your abilities um but the thing is if you've been doing it for so long or you've been if it's a dream that you've really wanted, like the biggest thing is just don't give up and just keep being persistent every single day. Like um, do something that benefits yourself in that career. Like um, for instance, like keep, keep learning about your craft, like take a songwriting course or like look it up on YouTube, like 
um, keep posting videos, keep performing. Just it's it's like all about staying um, consistent. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I find that sometimes people might get started in this thing and, and, and forget the practice aspect of it. Mm-hmm. That's the key mm-hmm. part. Like you got to keep going. Yeah. You got to keep practicing, you know, and like you said, you know, just hone your craft, no. you know, and it's, just, yeah. it's the same thing here. If you, if we would have done this interview four years ago when I, when we started, yeah, probably would have been terrible at asking Horrible. these questions. I would have been completely just the mic uh, probably wouldn't have even worked. <laughs> no, you're probably right. <laughs> The table would have fallen apart. I was going to say the table would have fallen. <laughs> the whole studio would have fallen. It was this little tiny table. That technically only had three legs. Yeah, I don't even know how that stood up for all that time. It shouldn't have. <laughs> but, like, that's what I like. I look at. And I'm sure you see it as, as a music artist. You, you go back and you look at all the stuff that you've done in the beginning, and then you compare it to now. You go, wow, mm-hmm. that's a pretty big jump from yeah. what that is. Because you grew. You, you, yeah. you grow over time. And that's what I think is so cool is that when you – so when you listen to music from like when you first started, how does that make you feel when you when you listen to it? Oh gosh, I can't even listen to my stuff that I did like two years ago. Like, um, because it, I I like my music taste and my music genre has changed so much. Um, so, well, it was probably like five years ago. I can't listen to this stuff. So like when I like, <laughs> like I just like my, I'm like, Oh gosh, my voice is like so much different now. Like my, my writing is like so much better now than compared to that. Um, but, but that's the thing, like you're always going to get better. Like than you were like yesterday. If you, if you keep doing it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I could, I totally see that is something that you, you definitely progress at, especially mm-hmm. the writing aspect. It's gotta yeah. be something that you eventually just go, okay, now I've I've already written a few songs. It's been you know a year or two in, and you're you're just starting that progress. Mm-hmm. Um, we have mm-hmm. a couple comments here. Corey's on here. Getting into the local music scene has been the most rewarding thing I've done in years. Keep at it and don't give up. Uh, Brian says practice makes perfect. 100 percent awesome message. Love it. Much love, everyone. And I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this, because you're in Virginia Beach, so <clears throat> the music scene here is pretty big on the alternative metal scene. What what do you see over there in Virginia Beach? What's more prevalent in the music scene over there? Um, so I've only been here for a year, but what I've seen there's a lot of hip hop, um, a lot of R and B. I've only seen a like a little bit of an alternative scene. Like there's like three places maybe that'll play like metal music or alternative music, and I've been trying. To, I've gotten into one place so far. Um, the other two are really hard to get into, but. It's like Elevation 27 and Riff House, and then you have, um, what was the other place? Oh, Scandals. Um, they're really cool places to play metal and alternative music, but I feel like those are like the only places like here that I've seen that allow that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's I, f- I find it kind of crazy how like it does differ in different places. Like, yeah. I mean, there is hip-hop and rap here, but it's not as prevalent, I would say, as metal and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't think so, no. 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 I don't, I don't know. So I have a I, I think it depends I have a on friend from elementary where. school who he's like Prince, but he's not. Like I can't explain it. He's definitely R and B, and he's got like this Prince slash Michael Jackson kind of sound to him. And I don't know. They're always playing. He's always doing a gig somewhere. Yeah. So I, I just don't think we, I just don't think we pay attention we, yeah. to, to the other scenes. That's all. True. But. I mean, we've had uh, 
We have a we have but a local. rap. I I don't know about if there's a lot. Yeah, I mean, I we had a local rapper in a couple of years ago. Um, uh, Charlie. We well, he had him. Oh well, yeah, in. I mean yeah. Charlie. And then we also had um that but dude when Chris. When was the last time? Where's Charlie at? Where are you performing, Charlie? <laughs> He's looking his wounds after Mortal Kombat. So yeah, he did get beaten in the video yeah, game Mortal yeah, Kombat. Yeah, I saw it. So, um, yeah, when you when you perform on stage, you know, I guess it's different. It differs for people who have been doing it for a while. But when you when you go on stage today, do, do the nerves still run rampant, or is it just something that you're just like, eh, it's you know, it's normal now? <laughs> um. Yeah, I still get nervous. Yeah, definitely. I'm like really introverted. So like going actually being performing is like one of those hard like songwriting is easy for like the easiest part, but performing, I love performing, but it's hard because I'm so introverted and um just getting out there in front of people is like I don't know, it's like yeah, it, it's hard, but yeah. once once I'm when I'm once I'm done like with my performance, I'm like I did it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just have a cookie. <laughs> right, it's an accomplishment. Yeah. yeah, I think this is the most I talk in a day. I mean, when I'm behind the microphone, I mean, yeah. I mean in a week because we do this once a week, pretty much. Um, yeah, I'm introverted no, I, too, and I, I feel like, you know, it, it, when I, when we first started doing this show, it was kind of hard because like you're doing it live. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, when you record, you can you can fix the fuck ups, right? Yeah. You can edit. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but <laughs> doing do, it live, doing it live, it's a little different. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you, you screw up a word, everyone hears. We don't have a dump button. Yeah. We're not a radio show. No. <laughs> so, um, you know, I I want to get to what the first show you've ever gone to, the first concert you've ever gone to, What? who was it, and uh, how was that experience? Okay, so my first concert was Hillary Duff. <laughs> oh, there you oh, go. Oh, now I don't feel so bad because I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was like... <sighs> I want to say seven years old um and they had like this like little karaoke before the concert for like all the little girls (laughs) and i I remember singing on the like little karaoke yeah (laughs) that's pretty awesome actually uh my first concert was avril lavigne Oh <laughs> yeah, back in two thousand eight. That's way better yeah. than mine. My, my parents wouldn't take me to anything, and so my neighbor across the street took me to New Kids on the Block. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the old New Kids on the Block. Yeah, that was my first one. Yeah, uh, my first was uh, Def Leppard. Oh, oh see, that would have been <laughs> that was <that's> badass. Um, <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. We don't want to talk to him anymore. We, we don't want to talk to this guy anymore. <laughs> Who did, you, did your mom bring you? Yeah, she does. See, oh, she's see. good mom. Yeah. Oh, I didn't and, have and, a cool mom like that. And foreigner. Oh, uh, you got to wait. Not Lou Graham though, right? Because no, he was no, already gone. No. Yeah, he no. Lou Graham actually lives in this town that we that I live in. Yeah, so he does. I've seen him a handful of times. He's a great guy. You wouldn't even notice it's him because he doesn't obviously dress like a rock star. He does not. No, he's just, you know, he's you just that guy. You expect him to walk around all the yeah. time and rock stars. Why not, you know? Yeah. Um, Corey says, my first show was ever, uh, was a Christian ska band called Five Iron Frenzy. Those dudes still rip. Mm. Well, there you go, you know? And then Brian says, my parents were Christian. I went to some church for a concert, unfortunately. Well, that was his yeah. first experience. Yeah. The, the choir yeah. boys, yeah. you know? I got to say, though, speaking of doing it live... Um, when, when, when I did see Avril Lavigne, cause my ex wanted to go and you know, her aunt and uncle bought her tickets. So yeah. we all went yeah. 
uh, she had her hand in drumming, and I thought that was pretty good. She fucked up one time, but just played it off like it was no big deal. And I thought that was, like, amazing. When I saw that, I was like, yeah, she didn't even care. She just kept going. No, if they can fuck up and then, like, roll off it and turn it into something presentable and it works. Oh, yeah. Then more power, too. Have you ever made a mistake doing, uh, doing a show live at all? And did you? how did you kind of... Did you roll with it, or was it something that like maybe threw you off a little bit? Um, I think I remember um, my string broke, and I don't know which one it was. I think it was like the G string. So I didn't even know what to, I don't even know. I don't even remember what I did, but I kept playing. I, I hope it sounded okay. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, well, like, you know, sometimes people don't really catch it. Yeah. And it depends on what kind of thing it happens. And most doing. things sound better without the G-string anyway. <laughs> you, know, you know how much it sucks to screw up when you're working at a haunted attraction? Oh, no. Because it's never yeah. cool. There's, ne- like, I don't know. I feel like in, in almost any other industry, you can, like, play it off somehow. Yeah. And maybe most people won't notice, but... If you're trying to be scary and then you fuck it up, it's... it's there's no there's coming the, back from that. I once was chasing a group and I was doing such a good job until I tripped over a bale of hay. Yeah. And then they all started laughing. I was like, well, that's done. And they all so, turned around yeah. and said, hey! Whereas I, I highly doubt most people noticed that the... I, I think you were probably good. I'm sure most people yeah. didn't notice the missing string. Yeah. Unless you have somebody really pretentious who's yeah. like, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I always ask this because I always am interested in what people see when they go or even performance shows. What, what's a what's a crazy moment you remember that happened at a show when you were there or maybe performing? Oh, gosh. Um, hmm. Something funny. Um, when I saw Rain City Drive Live, the guy had, like, some... I don't know what he said he ate, but he had like some kind of like stain on his shirt. So he just took his shirt off on stage. <laughs> um. There was a, a band called an easy death that was on with us. And they said they were at a show and the band on stage, they were like, it was like a restaurant, like bar type venue. Mm-hmm. And this guy, somebody had stomped on a rat and had taken oh. the rat by, and they didn't know it was a real rat at the time. Oh, no. And they were swinging it around. I guess like blood and stuff was just coming off this thing. And like the one employee was like, no, that can't be here. <laughs> well, yeah, those are like some violations right there. I could tell you right now, the one one I remember, it was back at a bonsai back in like, I think 2013, 2014. Remember bonsai? Were you, did you ever go to bonsai? I didn't go, but no? yeah. So, I heard of it, never went. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was interesting. It was some good bands there. Um, but there was a time where this like, I don't know how you feel about crowd surfing, Lola. But ever since this, I love it. You love it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can tell you right now. I can tell you de- who definitely doesn't love it, and that's the girl I saw getting knocked the fuck out. Oh no! This guy was like <laughs> two hundred and something pounds getting crowd surfed, and this guy somebody dropped him. He it fell always- on. Dude. He fell on this girl's head oh, and she no. got knocked out. Oh, no. oh, it was terrible. So I, I got a concussion in a similar fashion. Oh, my God. I was front row all day long at the Syracuse Fairgrounds for Lollapalooza. The headliners were Metallica and Soundgarden. Ooh. And my boyfriend at the time... He's a drummer, so you'd think that he could use the muscles in his arms. Uh-oh. 
but he chose not to. <laughs> not that. And I looked up just in time to see like a camouflage butt coming at my head. And I am four eleven. <laughs> I'm not even five foot tall. So since I was up at the front of the, you know, like the, I was at the gated part. Basically, there was like nothing there. So he hit his butt hit the back of my head, <sighs> and my head forehead slammed into the oh. the gate that was there keeping us from the stage. Wow. And I wouldn't leave. I We stayed there for like two more. But immediately my friend was like, you've got an egg growing on your forehead. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. I, got, I, I had a bad concussion, but I stuck it out. I, I stuck it out until Metallica. And then I started to get crushed and had to get pulled out. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, damn. Yeah. I'm also 4'11". Oh. Yeah, see? See? So you understand my pain. <laughs> like, if we're not yes. far row, we're not seeing it. So. Yep. Or yeah. you gotta do this and like look over shoulders. <laughs> like, I heard be like, "What are you doing? I'm not dancing. I'm trying to see a little bit of the bass pa- player and then a little bit of the drummer and then a little bit." Yeah. Just like carry a box around with you everywhere yeah. you go. Stack of phone books. <laughs> yeah. You're good to go. go. Hey, is, is that right? Just get a step. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, what's one of your favorite kind of venues that you would play? I mean, I, I don't know what's over in Virginia Beach. I've never been there, so I can't really say. But, like, do you like playing, like, actual venues? Or is it something that you like to do more in a bar-type venue or a restaurant-type venue? Um, I I think my, my – well, I haven't performed a lot of places here yet, but – um, I have one coming up at the Riff House, and I'm excited about that one because it's a more alternative place. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of different venues here, but obviously, you know, the ones we go to are like, they they house a lot of metal shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, is, is metal something that you listen to uh, at all, or is it something that you're frequent in, or is it mostly pop punk? Um, my, so I mainly listen to a lot of like post-hardcore, uh, metal and pop punk. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we had a pop punk band here called Amor Alive. Mm-hmm. Freaking phenomenal. Okay. Band. Phenomenal. And they disbanded recently. And I know, yeah, so I know, sad. I know Jimmy's on, uh, doing things with, um, his other band. So, but we do need another pop punk band here. We so do. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, is upstate New York somewhere that you would think about moving? Is it like around? Well, I don't Jersey's know. Not, <laughs> not, not terribly far. Jersey, no. If she goes to New Jersey, she could swing through for a weekend. Oh, yeah. Well, I, like, like I said, I just had a post about an upstate New York show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Be- I used to, I actually used to live in upstate New York, oh. um, Rochester, actually. Hey, that's where we are. Yeah, ROC. Cool. Yeah. Um, now I would recommend not getting a tw- uh, anything older than a 2021 Kia or a Hyundai because it might get stolen by the Kia boys. Yeah. And uh, you, you might find yourself in trouble there. And if you have band equipment there, you might yeah. never see it again. And yeah. just don't make eye contact with yeah. anyone. Don't do it. Don't. <laughs> Scary. I loved it. I loved Upstate. Um, actually, Buffalo was probably my favorite. Buffalo? Buffalo's nice. Yep. I got family out in Buffalo. And it, it's let me tell you, like when you go to Buffalo... Like here in Rochester, have you ever had a gar- garbage plate? Have you ever eaten one of those? Yes. Here? Yes. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you get on yours? Um, I remember I got macaroni and cheese and baked beans and something else. I forgot what else yeah. was on it. <laughs> Somebody else told me yeah. about the the mac and cheese part. I'm like, oh, I gotta try oh, that. Yeah. I never had that yet. <laughs> mac salad usually is good on that. Fries to you, you slap some two cheeseburgers or something <laughs> on that, or a couple of zweigels, you know. Yep. Throw that on them bad boys and then yeah. slap it up with some 
some meat sauce, the hot sauce. It's, mm-hmm. it's a good time, you know, especially when you're out drinking, having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when you're, when you're done with a show, what's your favorite thing to do? Is it like something that you do after a show? Do you, do you go out and get some, some something bite to eat or do you go get some drinks? Like what's, what's something you do? Both of those. I, I'm a tourist, so I love, I love anything that like, Food and drinks. It's like my favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's like the best pastime. Yeah. I don't care what anyone Food says. And mm-hmm. Food and drinks and music. Yeah. Yep. Good company. You mm-hmm. can't go wrong. Yeah. You can't. Well, unless you drink too much. <laughs> then it's over. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, what's, we got something going on in the comments. Look, what at is, the, look at what Ghost said. Ghost Media said. Um, that the I Prevail show. Read that one. Was at an imp- uh, I Prevail show, and there was a fight on the balcony at the venue. And the dude fell off the ve- uh, balcony and landed on a group of people. Mm-hmm. They oh, all no. were okay, but it was scary as hell. Also, my Jeez. mom was 4'11". <laughs> wow, there's a lot of 4'11s. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Wow. More <laughs> yeah, common than we thought. Yeah. Well, if you put the, uh, all of them in a room and you grab the Dash Man Austin. They still won't be over five foot. You will feel like a giant. I knew you were going to bring Dash into this. I was waiting for it. He will feel like a giant. He, he will. will. You know. So will I, actually. Oh. Yeah. Um, I'm only 5'5", five five, so. Yeah, you know, it's not bad. It's not terrible. Right? No. Yeah. Austin's 5'2", and uh, yeah. he does take his height to heart, so. He does. But, you know, we, we lovingly burn him once in a while he's, he's yeah. still taller than he's not the shortest on the show so he's not. he should be happy yeah he well he was at one point but <laughs> he now was. he's not so yeah. thank you andrew for that i do need yeah, to get so him you're a welcome dash yes wherever you're at <laughs> um you probably watched the video and i'm sure everybody has because this is from 2013 where everybody was meddling it out in a denny's and he said what's up what's up what the fuck's up denny's would you play at a denny's <laughs> i think i would yeah Dude, could you imagine that? I would, so I, I, Let's go live at Denny's. Yeah, see, but she could run, just run in with a guitar and just go. Just fucking start playing. See how long you get. With yeah. the staff jump to on the tables, Denny's. kick shit over. Yeah. yeah. They had a guy recently. He was at a casino in Las Vegas, Nevada, and he jumped up on a table. I guess like on one of the. I don't know if it was like a blackjack table or whatnot. Mm. No clothes or anything. Nobody did anything about it. Until the security saw him messing around with cards and chips, and then they were like, "Okay, now we got to get this guy out of here." So they were more worried about the cards and the chips than they were about anything else. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> it's Vegas. They're built on money. Have you ever been to Vegas, Lola? I haven't. No. That's one place I want to go to, and not I, because I haven't been once. either. I'm not a gambler, but like I, w- I want to see the sights. You know, yeah. I'm more of a sights guy. The shows. Have you seen yeah. that uh, new thing they have? What do they got? Like this giant fucking LED sphere, like. Uh, 16K resolution. can see it from miles away. I did, actually. I saw yeah. that. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I also yeah, thought that was... What do you do with it? You just look at it? Well, you can, but they do shows on the interior. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just wondering. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, it's a visual thing for literally oh, anyone okay. can watch it for All free. Right. But they do have uh, like actual shows, concerts on the inside yeah. that will be projected on the screen for... Everyone to see. Oh, nice. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Corey says, I need to play at Denny's. And I would love to see an easy death play at Denny's. I, I'd love that. I would All actually right. get in the mosh pit and everything. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll do it live, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, just throw some pancakes. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> got to eat. Yeah. You're in the mosh pit, right? You're, you're just having a good time. You're eating. You're shoving your face full of pancakes. I'd rather get hit with a pancake than a fist. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's probably the best thing to do. Like, you like angry slap. I, I don't know. Up. You know how everybody throw be throwing the cheese at. Oh yeah, yeah. It, you know what I mean. Try to smack you. I don't know, but a pancake, pancake has more surface area, so it I does. feel like it might hurt more. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ghost Media says, heading out to an interview for tonight. Thanks for the entertainment while we were setting up. Love you all. Um, yeah, Bye. thank you for uh, thank you for tuning in, Ghost yeah. Media. Um, so I know this is a huge controversial thing to talk about, especially in the content creator, music artist scene, artificial intelligence. There we go. Holy shit, is that blowing up right now? And I'm not even talking about, like, music. Ooh. I'm not even talking about that at all. I'm talking about, like, video. There is video. There yeah. is photos. They all look pretty good now. Yeah. And we, we've seen some things, but, like, the music. No, it's even affecting the Dude, movie I industry, just, too. I yeah. just heard um, they took. <laughs> oh, what is his name? I can't remember. Never mind. Go on. Just so, move forward. I've, I've lost my thought. The music part of it though is, is kind of creepy and I want to get your take on this because as a music artist I know I'm, I know some people that are kind of worried about this because mm-hmm. this might turn into something that might hinder music artists from being able to go forward with I remember music. now it's Johnny Cash doing Barbie World oh no song. oh god yeah they did oh. they did that's it. real that sounds fun <laughs> yeah so they they AI'd it oh <laughs> they AI'd it <laughs> I heard so so what I've been listening to is Lane Staley from uh, Alice in Chains. We obviously know he's been dead since 2002. Yeah. But people are making songs about him singing songs that Alice in Chains have released within the last 10 years. And that's scary. That's scary. So, Lola, what do you think about AI music and all that stuff? Like, do you find that to be kind of, is it scary to you? Or do you think it's cool? Like, what do you think is going to happen in the music world because of it? Wait, so they're taking, like, artists voices that are, have been like artists that are dead like their voices and putting them on other songs yeah, yeah so they're making new songs okay so what they'll do is take uh they'll take a sample of the person's voice they'll have it run through this system it might take up to an hour maybe longer than that so it'll analyze every like tone and pitch of the voice and then they like tell it to play or oh lane staley sing this song and it, it'll come out really like it was good. scary how close i was like I actually like Johnny Cash's version of Barbie World more than the real one. Really? Not going to lie. Uh-oh. Not going to lie. Andrew Not likes gonna it. Not going to lie. I might so, have to listen to it. Yeah. But see, this is what the problem is. Yeah. Right? See? Yeah. See? She said it was good. Now I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to tell people it's good. They're going to listen. See what you did? See what you did? And someone's going to be out of a job now because we're listening to AI Shit. music. Right. Never mind. It's not uh, good. Don't. So, I, mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure Aqua isn't even in business anymore. No. The original writers of... No, probably not. I think they're all dead. Probably. I would assume that just like anything else, there'd be people who are just like, it's not the real thing, man. Yeah. Can't, it's I not. Can't it's be like when it. they... I've got to have it all natural. When they used a hologram of Tupac at Coachella. Yeah. What do you think of that? Like, would you have... <laughs> so, say in the future they have a show and it's, it's... it's it's What do you call it? A hologram? Yeah. Yeah. They have a hologram of Lola playing on stage. What would you? How would you feel about that? <laughs> I mean, if like I'm not alive and they're doing that, heck yeah. <laughs> like, but it, if I'm like still alive and they're doing that, I'd be like, okay, why am I not there? Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't but know. I, here's a fucked up twist, though. Oh, okay. If they do it after you're dead, yeah, they're still making money off of your intellectual property, even though you're dead. See, with that, I think that would... You'd have uh, to sign over the rights to it have before. Have you guys watched Black Mirror? Yes. So I love you, Black Mirror. Yeah, so you get, so this mm-hmm. is like, this is almost like the Miley Cyrus episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's pretty spooky. I'm just saying. I'd be, I'd be, just, I'd be trying to fight back, too. Right? <laughs> I'd, be I, you know. I'd be like, 
and be like, give me 10%, just put it in my coffin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just slide it through the, just pry it open just a little bit and just slide little, it in. Just push it through. And just reseal the coffin. You're good to go. Yeah. I feel like, look, artificial intelligence, yes, it's cool. It's it's kind of like, it's impressive, but it's scary. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Because one of these days, back, you know, let's fast forward to like 2085, what's that going to look like? Mm. Look what we've gone to already in a matter of what, a year, maybe two? I mean, Elon Musk straight up told China that <coughs> a super intelligence could run their country within the next 25 years. Right. And that's just running, that's a running a country, like not yeah. just making music or no, making no, photos. Like running an entire country, government, everything. Yeah. So now we're going to hear, when, when Lola, Lola's dead and gone, they're going to hear songs of her just singing, yeah. like, Barbie World and... <laughs> everything. 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 Does it make you feel weird, though? Like, that that's possible? Like, somebody could do that? Like, yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess more people would know who I am like, if I'm singing. <laughs> so what else is, like, I don't know. Like, a hundred years from now, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, remember that person that... Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Like, even... Yeah, like Johnny Cash, like, back, you know, just fast forward. Who's going to remember, like, all the new generation? Like, I don't think they're going to remember him like no. we do. Like, I think we're, like, on the cusp of that generation of, like, oh, well, you know. People not knowing who we know. Well, listen, they, there's there's kids out there that are 14 years old now. They're, they're wearing Nirvana no shirts. I don't even no, know who they are. Nope. I have no idea who... <laughs> Who's popular on the radio? I don't either. Right now, I don't. I don't listen. I, to I have a subscription. You know what I mean? Like I have YouTube Music, and yeah. I listen to the same twelve I songs. I, I, I just I pop a Molly Crew CD in, and oh, I'm good. God. Yeah. Stop. What? What's your fate? Uh, what's your? <laughs> I wouldn't say favorite. Let's. What's your? What are you? What are you listening to right now? Like a consistent five artist uh, list. What, what are you listening to right now in the in these days? Mm-hmm. Trying to think, um, Bring Me the Horizon is definitely still on there. I feel like I, I listen to the same bands as I did I'm, in high school. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see <laughs> them in a couple of weeks. Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah, dang. Yeah, I'm uh, August fourth. I get to see them. Oh, cool. them and Fallout Boy. Oh, oh. Mm. I missed that's, the Fallout Boy. That's not awesome. mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I right. think. I, I, I got to say, like, I've opened my um, genres of music over the years. Big metalhead in high school. And then I got into, like, all kinds of, like, electronic music. And then, mm-hmm. you know, lately I've been listening to things you probably wouldn't think I would listen to. <laughs> because... Are you going country, Harold? No, no, no. Like, I, <laughs> here's a surprise for you. I love old country. I'm talking Marty Robbins country. Mm. Yeah. Damn. Holy shit. I'm talking 40s. Talking, like... God. Yeah. My dad. I'm yeah. scared for your child. <laughs> He's gonna dude, this kid is so my wife and I are expecting our first kid within a month. Yes. This kid is gonna have a plethora of music. Oh god. This kid has no idea what he's gonna like. He's gonna have and so he many will choices. listen to Motley Crue. Oh yeah, he's gonna listen to that. Well, I mean I could anybody can listen to it. Mm-hmm. Liking it is a day. Hey. <laughs> I'll just get some AI to make some new work. Okay. okay. Wait, so what's the rest of her list? She only li- she only listed she only named off one. Bring the horizon. Yep. So who else you got? Um I feel like okay, Demi Lovato. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um I love her new her new sound. Like she's going in I feel like it's actually her like her new direction. Like she's actually going to what she wants to do and it's like this pop punk kind of feel mm-hmm. to it. So um 
I'm just like Rancy to Drive, um, Bad Omens. That's four, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of another one. Um, I'm gonna say NF because I love his lyrics. Yeah, I, I gotta say when you when you brought up the whole uh, Demi Lovato thing, it made me think. Do you find music artists? when they first start out, like do you find their sound to be something they think people want to hear? Mm. Or do you find it that some like, cause I, I find it like, like you said, now she's coming out as, okay, this is what I want to play. Mm-hmm. Is it something that mm-hmm. a lot of music artists do? Like they, they start playing things that they think people want to hear. And then, then they're like, Oh no, yeah. I'm going to do what I want now. Well, or whatever they're signed to yeah. play. Right. And then mm-hmm. they figure later on, once they have the money, they can, then, then they can do what they, actually wanted I, I remember when dubstep first started really becoming big in the music industry mm-hmm. every artist on the radio was using it dubstep every artist yeah because they knew that's they thought that's what people wanted to hear so that's what they based their entire fucking everything off of yeah. for that period of time so yeah it it, it can happen like right now, do you, mm-hmm. you you're playing things that you you obviously want to do? I mean, you're not like signed anything or anything like that. You have the freedom to pretty much do whatever you will, would like. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's free. Um, it is. I know, like Avril Lavigne, like is one of those people that, like, when she first started, she had to write what people wanted her to write, and then when, I think, I don't know when it was that she actually started writing the stuff that she wanted to write. But it might have been like the like recently because she was signed to a label for a while that she had to write like pop music and now she's mm-hmm. able to do more like a, an edgy, edgier style. Yeah. No more skater boy. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Sad>. <laughs> I feel like so like Britney Spears. I, I don't know, man. Oh, yeah. This is a that, whole. That was a big one. Yeah. And it's still like to this day. I just I'm not sure what happened. Like, was she always going down this road like i feel bad like i, I think the problem it was mostly is, her is when you spend your whole life being helicopter like somebody else is always doing everything for you mm-hmm. then when mm-hmm. you're an adult and then given all those things what the fuck are you doing yeah, yeah. you're you're kind of clueless because in a sense you've been sheltered coddled. yeah uh, that, I, that was me about five years ago yeah, yeah. I'm just waiting for Britney Spears to make a metal album. Oh, me too. Seriously. Please. You imagine like, out and finally just do whatever she actually wants to because she obviously is, yeah. you know. No, I want fucking Dolly Parton to do a metal album. She's you know what goes? Yes. Artificial intelligence. It. We could. You could AI it. Could. If, you, if it never happens and say Dolly Parton passes on, yeah. AI it. We could. It's all good, you know. You yeah. just have her sing some Slipknot. Yeah. <laughs> Before I forget, what she Dolly would. Just nobody's asked. I, mean, I don't think she would turn it down. I mean, she made it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I'm just saying, she's a very easygoing lady. She is, and very plastic too. Yes, she well, don't give a shit. No, I I know she doesn't. Well, who would her. you like to open? Who would you open for? Like, who's a dream music artist or band? Who's a dream artist you'd want to open for at a show? Uh, so many, um, right now, I feel like Rain City Drive would be 
I would say say Paramore, but Paramore is going in a direction that I'm not really like. I respect it, totally respect it, but it's not the direction that I'm going in anymore. So, um, probably like Rain City Drive or I don't know. Okay. I mean, like I like Demi Lovato too. I mean, in this moment, it would be awesome, but I feel like that's jumping up too high for <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah in this moment oh my god when they came here i th- what was the album that was out 2015 that was they were just here I mean, the other day weren't they? i i think she, so they just don't come here they, they often just, they come around it's like syracuse or and when they came here they went to the water street music hall can you believe that like it's a very small venue <laughs> for them um when you lived in here in Rochester, did you go to any shows? Like, what was event? What was any venues that you went to? If you did, um, I know I went to a winery down there. I don't remember the name of it. It was, I think, it was in Syracuse. Um, there's a lot of spots that's in all, Syracuse. Yeah, I put on a actually, I put on a festival in Syracuse. I think it was a. I wish I could remember the winery, but it was like a really. It was like surrounded by this like farmland, um, but it was like near the city too, so it was weird. But yeah, yeah, I I like uh, like we have a place called Photo City Music Hall. I like the acoustics in there. I like the lighting. Um, yeah. Obviously, they have lights like this hanging out in the bar and all that. So it's, I like the vibes in there. Uh, Montage Music mm-hmm. Hall is good. Um, yep. I'm going yeah. there soon. You going there soon? Yeah, oh. and the show. Yeah. Uh, Poison the Prophet, right? Yeah, Poison the Prophet's mm. playing Talks tonight. Yeah. <laughs> last show. Second. Last, last show. Oh. Uh-huh. Who's, uh, who's death impacted you the most in the music world? I mean, I know there's a lot of people that have passed on within the last few years, uh, but who's somebody that passed on that impacted you the most? Probably um, Chester Bennington. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. When I found that out, that, like, that. that hit. I was and like, not in a good way. No, it, it it sucked. I was like, I, I was reading something online, and then I stumbled upon it. Mm-hmm. I go, what? And you know how it is. Like you see these things online, you're like, no, nah, that's it's bullshit. You know, mm-hmm. you go, no, nah, that can't be real. It's and just then, bullshit. That's all it is. <laughs> and you're just yeah. like, and then everyone starts reporting on it. And yeah, that's when you know. That's when you know. Yeah, there was a radio show I was listening to, and it, that's when it confirmed for me that it was real. I was like, mm-hmm. wow. You know, Lincoln Park, I never got to see them live. Did you get to see them live, Lola? I didn't, know. Um, I wish I would have seen them live, man. That would have been crazy. I've never met a single mm-hmm. person that had one bad thing to say about Lincoln Park. No. Mm-hmm. Never. I was interested to see what, what they were going to go uh, in sound. You know, you were talking didn't, about... Didn't they actually use AI for Chester? They did, um, recently. Yeah. Obviously, we you know, he's not here any longer, but somebody did. And I that was actually the first time I realized, wow, this is yeah, fucked up. that was like when it was first happening. Uh, Voice-wise, yes. Yeah. Music-wise, I heard a Nirvana track a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was a real person singing it, but it, it kind of sounded like Kurt Cobain. So I played, on, I played it on the car, and I said to my wife, I go... Yeah, this is a new song by Nirvana. They just released a new single, you know? Kurt Cobain's still at it. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I go, what? You didn't you didn't hear? And then I was like, okay, I'm fucking around. Yeah, this is all AI, and this is a guy singing over it. Sounds like Kurt Cobain. But now it's like they will put Kurt Cobain's voice in there, and it will sound real. Yeah. That's just, it's terrifying. It is. You know? Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I, I really find like artificial intelligence when it comes down to it, like what we see already. I'm already starting to see videos. Like they have Lane Staley talking about YouTube and, and AI, mm -hmm. and it looks legit. Like there's no like glitching or anything like that. He's his mouth's moving to the words. Yep. Do you find like? Do you find that kind of weird though, Lola? Like, do you find that like scary in the sense that you can't tell what's real anymore once this comes into play? Like, yeah, it's pretty scary. I haven't really like encountered any AI yet, but now that you're giving me something to look up. Now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Please do. I like to go down these rabbit holes. Agents like, of chaos. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that is scary though. It's, yeah, it is terrifying because I feel like now, like, you know, you're always like, okay, where, where's the pictures? Where's the proof? Where's the video? Before, you're like, mm -hmm. the video's real. Like, you yeah. can't, you can't uh, dispute that. Now, it's kind of like, you can't. Is it real? You can't. Is it, right. Yeah. Like, oh, Ghost said some really controversial shit that might get him canceled. And yeah. He didn't. But did. somebody might make a video and it's like, oh, yeah, he exactly. did. And yeah, it would, did. in the studio, would look the same as it does now. I and always do. <laughs> I always did. <laughs> no filter. No filter. That's why we do it live, right? Always. 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 Afterburn. Yeah, oh, yeah. We might have to. It's Maybe. been almost a year. Um, but I just, I, I worry, like, you know, like, I mean, we're already getting scams on phones. Like, there was a little yeah. old lady that had a phone call that her son called her, said, hey, I need some money because I need to get out of this situation. She gives up the money. He comes home from work, and uh, she tells him what happened, and he goes, what? You fucking talking about? I was at work all day, so she gave up some money to somebody who sounded like that guy. That was her son. It was her son, but it wasn't. Yeah, it was somebody completely different, and that's what's scary. Um, great. What do you? How do you feel about? Um, how do you feel about tickets getting bought up by uh, scalpers and people selling them for an ex, just expensive prices? Yeah. How do you feel about that? I mean, I find that kind of crazy too. It depends on the band. Um. Like, I opened for this band I've never even heard of. or It's a group, like a hip-hop group. And um, I forget what the name of them. The, uh, the Outlaws is what their name was. And they were, like, the person was charging $50, $50 a ticket, and no one's even heard of this group. And so, like, we had people show up, but it probably would have been a lot more people if it was, like, Ten dollars instead of fifty dollars. Oh yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I just, I, it's crazy. Like, and you saw it. Well, I don't know. Like Taylor Swift was what? It oh, was up God. in thousands. Those tickets. Yeah. No fucking Ticketmaster <laughs> fucked that up. Yeah, that's another thing I don't like. Like all these um these websites and stuff that yeah. sell tickets. They're like fifty dollars service charges yeah. and stuff. What? Well, they, then they, tickets go on sale, and then you get this influx of customers. Yeah. And the site just. Yeah, but so fucking kills itself. So but, I'm taking my kid to Post Malone on Monday. Oh, uh, and Posty. um, my f uh, the the other two people I'm going with, sh she had a Citibank card, and I guess I, I don't know. They offered her, her first dibs at tickets, <clears throat> but they would only give so many. So they are trying to stop the whole being able to buy that shit out thing. God, I hope but so. I, I don't think it, I, I don't know if they have as, as good of a security for the, when it gets down to the main people. Yeah. But they at least have that for like the pre sale. Yeah. Um, 
who's somebody that you saw that you had to spend a lot of money to see? Because mm-hmm. I know I think we've all been there. Oh yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. Excision was one because we never had to actually went to go see him. I spent like sixty bucks and never even got to go. And he was in C- uh, Syracuse at the time. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we all got tickets to that. We all did. And we never yeah. we never got to go. Why, why didn't you get to go? I uh, just. Things didn't happen. Oh. I guess they didn't line up. I just stayed yeah. at work a little longer. My ticket got lost in the mail somehow. <laughs> I just took that as a sign as not to go. Yeah. Um, but no, most expensive show I've been to. Yeah. Um, Alice yeah. Cooper opening for Motley Crue. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah, I can see that being pricey. Fourth row from the stage. How much? It was about uh, uh, 700 <laughs> and change. Oh, wow. And yeah. that was for two people. Two people. Okay, mine's a little less than that, but it's, yeah. it's not yeah. even as good of a lineup. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so I spent like, I don't know, 300 ish. Okay. Yeah. Who'd you go see? <sighs> Here we the go. Jonas Brothers. Oh, no. Come on, Andrea. <laughs> I had to take Victoria. Okay. Uh, it's for the kids. Do it for the kids. Is the Jonas Brothers. It hurts so much. And then afterwards, she was like, you should have taken me to see Post Malone, which is how we ended up where we are now. Yep, which is, now I'm fucking taking her to see Post Malone. Hey, go see Posty. Po- yeah, but this also is a, a local lot artist. cheaper. Yes, he is. He's, He's from, from uh, Syracuse. He's from Syracuse, yep. yes. Yep. And uh, this is a way cheaper. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the problem was it was Key Bank and Buffalo. Oh, oh that's yeah. Why. And, oh, and she also got me for Bieber tickets. Ooh. Where, oh. Which were a smidge, a smidge less, but so yes, I also paid like three hundred dollars to see Justin Bieber. Ah, Lola, who do who do <laughs> you spend some some dineros on? How do who do you spend money on to go see? Um, I haven't. So I don't know. The pro- most I've probably spent was maybe like a hundred. <laughs> um, that was probably Paramore. Mm. That was probably the most expensive, probably. It's not bad though. Paramore's yeah. awesome. Like I can go see them. Oh hell yeah! It mm-hmm. really it really depends on where you want to sit. Yeah. Like if you go to C-Mac or Darien Lake, forget it. Lawn tickets are fucking cheap as shit. Yeah. Sit in the fucking grass, bring a blanket. Uh, but if you uh, want to sit in the <laughs> seats, forget it. Sixty <clears throat> bucks. Yeah. It's what are you, still cheaper than a hundred bucks just for one? That is true. What do you think about parking in these at these venues? Like at a big show. What, what do you find? Do you find it to be worth paying extra to get out of there earlier? Or do you f- just park and just wait it out? Um, I'd rather park in, like, even if I have to walk a long time, like, I'd rather park in a free spot. So I'm trying to think. I know, like, the parking at the venue here. I know it's free, but like if it parking is all full, and we just park at Walmart, like yeah. that's like nearby. Yeah, I find that yeah, if I were to do it now, like I'd just say, yeah, just park a little yeah. further or something if you can. Because a couple mm-hmm. times we went to Darien Lake, whew, boy, you're going to be there for like a couple hours. No, even so- at fucking Photo <laughs> City. Really? Like, yeah, no, that parking lot gets <laughs> packed quick. Well, yeah, but you know, at least it's parking. You just gotta get there early. Hardly. Hardly. Well, no. no, I had to park in some fucking decrepit parking lot, <laughs> like, up the, up the street. Yeah. Yeah, next to that side street, yeah. right past it. Yeah. 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 No, so for Posty, for Posty Malone, my fr- my friend's husband has a parking pass, you know, for handicapped, so 
that was their plan, even though I am a firm believer in splitting the cost for the VIP pass. Yeah. Parking Fair. pass. Yeah. That for Daring Lake, I, oh, to yeah. me, I feel it's worth it. Yeah. Um, I know it's not the same as the to leave early, but if you don't care about Encore and get to the car mm-hmm. at VIP fast enough, you're out within a half hour. Oh, yeah. wow. Bam, bam, boom, out. So, it's, it, yeah, it's 65 bucks. but if you're splitting it with whoever you're in the car with, it's worth it. So I tried talking my group into that. Yeah. They said no, and then they realized later that um, these places now are checking to make sure that the handicapped person is in the vehicle, Ooh. and he is not going with us. So now we are stuck in regular parking. Oh, but no. for Bring the Horizon and Fallout Boy, I got a VIP pass. Oh, shit. All right. Because f- you're closer to the line. Mm-hmm. And then I just feel like if you if you want to beeline it during the last song, you can yeah. get out pretty fast. No, parking I, at Darien is yeah. nightmare. Sketchy. Yeah, it's bad. Last time my wife and I went to go see a show there was back when we first started dating. And I told her, I said, it's going to be a long time because like, yeah. we saw Blink-182 and all that. Um, yeah, my I, ex took, and I, I took Tuesday off. I was like, no way am I... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gonna expect to go home at any decent hour. Well, I took Omen to see uh, Molly Crew. Yeah, and um, I don't. Know, we had a decent parking spot, but getting out, yeah, was terrible. That's what it we, is. We just sat and waited. You, you have to. We're like, what's the w- point? What you are we gonna do? And even when you get out onto one of the roads, then you're. Yeah. I mean, like it's still. A pain in the butt until like halfway down ninety. Just I to get on like. the throughway. Yeah, Just, yeah. It, it's a fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was supposed one, to be a yeah, fun time. I'm, I'm driving that. Sweet. There was one time, like I said, we were there, and this one lady got out of the car, and because you're waiting for everybody to get out, and cops have it blocked off. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, well, we might just take a nap. Before mm. I took a nap, I, I witnessed this lady get out of her car, and get between her and this other this other car, and he. Oh yeah. Well, because we, because we're not you. There's no way that you're not. I'm no, like, you're, no. I, I'm like, but we see you, and I don't want to yes. see. It this. doesn't matter. Doesn't matter <laughs> where uh, they need porta potties in every few feet. Yeah, they should. Knowing that we all like, we're all yeah, just all along it. the road. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, they Seriously. should. Seriously. Well, what's the worst experience you've had going to a show? Like, I know we've talked about crazy things, but what's the worst experience you had? Um, I mean, probably not being able to be in a mosh pit is a worst experience. And during a metal show, it's like, because I know here, I, I think it's like everywhere now because of maybe like how bad they've been getting. But um, the last show I was at, um, I forgot, Brain City Drive was playing and then they had, a, which I think ebola open for them and we weren't allowed to have like a mosh pit and it was just like do i just stand here and listen to this band? right so that's the spot in niagara niagara uh, falls oh. where uh perspectives played at yeah they the first one i don't know I don't think so much the second show, but the first show, they were stopping anybody who would even consider starting a pit. And you're like, then why are we here? What's the problem? I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our boys' perspective. I feel, I feel your pain yeah. on that. Our like, boys' perspective like, coming out with new masks and all well, that. Well, so you got Reinhold up there, like, yelling at all of us, like, why are you not moving? Because the venue doesn't like, want it. Because we're going to get kicked <laughs> out, sir. <laughs> 
Like, I'm sorry. I want to so bad. We went to a photo city. I don't know if you could see her. Her name is Joyce. She's an old lady mannequin. I, yeah. I know it's always intimidating when somebody comes in the studio and sees us. Yes. I'm pretty sure the spooky metal man saw it and maybe his his wife and maybe her mother because she came here too mm. in support. Oh, yeah. I'm probably wondering if they think I'm some psychopath because I have this here, but there's a story behind Just it. Just keeping an old lady in your basement. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. We threw her in a mosh pit at Photo City. That, we was, did. that was crazy. Yeah. She got in on the action. She did. Yeah. Um, like Photo City wouldn't let the lady with the blow-up dinosaur outfit on, though. No. Yeah, they used like, to allow I the stuff. I feel like they should allow those. Yeah, I want to see a big dinosaur in the middle of a mosh pit. I, I think it's <laughs> concern over concealing something inside. Oh. They don't want to risk, you know, someone walking in with a giant inflatable outfit, and then, hey... Look, I'm going to shoot everyone. Well, I feel like she was, the chick was like offering to take it off and put it back on or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. Right. And they said no. But yeah. their reasoning for not allowing it. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Like, I, I don't think know. it'd be cool. It would be. Like, cool. every, anytime I see a video where they're all like, all right, you know, like, I don't know, like Pikachu or somebody is like fucking waiting for their turn. <laughs> and then they're all just like, <laughs> it's like, it's amazing. It's lovely. What do you think about crowd kills and uh, what do you think about? karate in the mosh pit do you, do you find that to be kind of absurd or do you find that to be something that's normal in the mosh pit um i just think it's funny karate in the mosh pit <laughs> yeah that's it's just it's a it's laughable you know it, it's a good time so oh yeah as long as i'm not like you know in front of them <laughs> watching them well, their cool. arms and all that. Mm -hmm. You got some 15-year-old yeah. going to their first show. Hey, mom, thanks for dropping me off. Goes in, gets spin kicked. Yeah. Knocked the fuck out. <laughs> um, Missing teeth. Yeah. Bleeding everywhere. Had fun, ma. Don't worry yeah. about me. I'm, I'm going back next week. Yeah. <laughs> we were at we were <laughs> the last I show. I go in with too short oh, for geez. all that. You know what I mean? Like, there's no. too many body parts flying at that low level. <laughs> do you watch Bill Lola? It sounds like you do. Yeah. I do. Um, last time I sprained my ankle and didn't notice it was sprained until the end of the show. Nice. Oh, no. Nice. Beast mode. Mm -hmm. Yep. Beast mode. Yeah. Fight through the pain. <laughs> Fight through the pain. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, um, I don't know, man. Just the older I get, I'm just like, I gotta be I more. I'm too old for that shit. I'm, yeah. I gotta be more conservative, you know? It's like when you hit that 30 mark, you start thinking about it. I, my body's too fragile. I'm like, they'll break me. 30 mark. <laughs> It's so <laughs> when you have a physical job, it's like kind of hard because you don't want to fuck. Or you know, life. a child on the way. Well, that too. You know, I, I don't want to be in a wheelchair <laughs> rolling in and saying, "Oh, look, there comes my kid." There's my boy. Yeah, my boy. <laughs> yeah. Dad, why are you in a wheelchair? Oh, uh, don't. You know, you give him some elaborate story about, you know, how you got in a mosh pit and yeah. Yeah. But really, you just then he does it to follow in your footsteps. Yeah. No, we're not. <laughs> I know. Eventually, you probably will. <laughs> not, not at the age of five. Please don't do that. I don't know. Oh, no, he's going to be moshing early. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't worry. We'll give him some stuffed animals, and we'll play some metal music for him, and then he could do that, you know? Yeah. Throw Joyce in there. It's okay. Yeah. Fight I mean, a baby doll. Yeah. yeah. Um, God, your child is... God. He's going to be He's gonna be living an interesting life. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brian says, I'm five months away from 30, and there's so many new pains. And, dude, it will happen. Um, you don't even know. Uh, you I'm know. not even 30 yet, and I'm horrible. Well, I was 25 when I had back surgery, so there's uh, my story. We're gonna, I'm, mm. gonna, I'm not commenting at all. Oh. <laughs> um, so when you're up on stage, you know, is it hard to see who's out there because the lights are blinding you, or is it like you can see 
like I know like a lot of people might not see you and I, I seen this in metal shows because you'll, mm-hmm. you'll be like hey yeah and they don't pay attention like I feel no. like you're in the moment I feel like that's something that people might take into account because there's some people like oh you know why didn't why didn't you say something it's like well because they're probably a can't see you because the, the lights yeah. and b they're just their mindsets mm-hmm. in the moment like do you find that to be the case when you're at a show doing doing a performance um it depends on the I guess the venue like sometimes I can see the people sometimes I can't um Usually, like over their heads, um, but yeah, yeah. I don't feel like you'd see specific faces, though. So. Oh, or do you like purposely not focus in? Just stare at the lights, go blind. <laughs> uh, music. <laughs> yeah, I like. I usually d- don't like stare at people, like or look at people too much, because I'm like, I don't know. I guess I'm just scared to like see their like their facial expression. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like if I see them like. I don't know, like, like friends is crying. If they like were crying to my song, I, I, like, it's awesome that you're like, like feeling that towards my song. But I like, I'd be, I don't know, I, I'd probably like end up crying too. And I'm like, okay, never mind. <laughs> I've heard that some performers yeah. actually do stare into the light to oh, really? avoid looking at the audience as a way to mm-hmm. uh, fix their stage fright. Oh, so stare at the blinding light. I you don't see all the people who are in front of you. Need to do that. Right. Yeah. Especially as being somebody who might have social anxiety or something like yep. that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And being introverted, you know. Yeah. Yep. It might mm-hmm. help. You know, you always have these key things that you do to kind of yeah. block that out, right? I mean, is that something you 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 deal with as so, uh, social anxiety as well? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I do, man. Yeah. It's like <laughs> It's horrible. It's horrible. Like I I've it t- it took years to get where I'm at now and I feel mm-hmm. like Again, this show kind of helps because now it's it's more fluent, yeah. more smooth. And we have that barrier of it not really being in person. Yeah. But we're still yeah. conversing with people, getting a message yeah. out. Oh yeah. Interacting. Which I think is cool. I like I like but being But no, able to do I that. fucking hate people. Oh. <laughs> God. Yeah. I have this like this like pen that says most people suck cuz like <laughs> Yeah, they do. yeah, like right here. Mm-hmm. It says most people suck. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even see the pins. No, I like that. That's cool. Agreed. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was um, I'm a big, you know, I'm a bit Misfits fan. So like, you see those like vests and all that, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh yeah, you got the, the patches, mm-hmm. the pins. That's yeah. dope. I like that shit. All of it. You got the fiend on the back of the vest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's punk rock, man. Um, speaking of punk rock, I just want to take a uh, a quick moment. Um, a local music artist mm-hmm. here locally uh, mm-hmm. lost his wife. Yeah, in the last day or two, and just want to acknowledge mm-hmm. this and just you know just say my piece on this, uh, Ricky Rotten. Um, if you're listening to this, we just want to say we love you, man. Um, we, you're in our thoughts. Let's just all send positive vibes his way, um, in his family's way. Uh, he just lost his wife not long ago, and I just want to say, you know, from the bottom of our hearts, mm-hmm. um, we really, really feel for you, man. We and do. if you ever need anything, please reach out. I know you have a lot of support. The city loves you. And, um, you know, it, it just, it broke my heart when I saw that because, yeah. uh, you know, I just losing somebody close to you, especially like your, your spouse is just, yeah, it's heartbreaking, man. You know, just, it's something, again, it goes back to mental health and all that. So if you ever mm-hmm. need anything, please reach out. It's just, it's, uh, yeah, I don't, don't, don't go through this alone. You don't have to. You don't have to. Um, is somebody, uh, that, you know, is big in mental health, um, what would you say 
is something that you tend to do to kind of cope with what you deal with on a, on a daily basis? Because I know everyone has different different coping mechanisms. Um, what's something that Lola Beth does to cope with some of these things? Um, well, first off, I, I know Ricky, and um, Ricky's a great guy. He's got a great personality, and he's hilarious. Um, and I, I, um, yeah, I want him to know that. Like, I'm sorry too. Like, that's awful. Like, I understand. Like, that's got to be really hard going through that. But um, but yeah, like, um, I usually like write, just like write it out. Um, like, I'll just like turn on like an, an instrumental and then I'll just write it out. Or like, I'll usually like talk to a friend, um, like give my cat a hug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel like um, pets, like your cat, is yeah. definitely something that it helps with with the coping. Yeah, you know we have two cats. They keep keep me active. They keep my wife mm-hmm. active, and mm-hmm. um, mine keeps my active. Oh, dude, absolutely! Fucking yells at me every morning. <laughs> still has food in her dish. Oh yeah, I'm still hungry, yells. Dad. Doesn't matter. <laughs> the fuck is wrong? She's with a you? princess. Yeah, she, she is alone. She's, <laughs> no, she's got those blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you can't say no to that ghost. No, it can't. Lola, what's your cat's name? Buddy. 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 Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, is, there, is there a reason why you call him Buddy? Is it just... So he... I got him at the SPCA when he was eight, and he was already named Buddy, but he acts like a buddy. He's <laughs> always wants to be around me, so... He's mad chill, right? He's a good buddy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> my cat, the one cat I have, just turned 10 this year. Her name is Midna from the, uh, the video game uh, Legend of Zelda. And then, uh, and then ghosts. Uh, I actually adopted a cat from him. Yeah, you did. Her name's Nova Ray. Nova. She's a calico. Yep. So, yeah, they're, they're like kids, man. Yeah. You know. I mean, I have mm-hmm. a, a Siamese Azura. She's so she's, she's such a beautiful oh, cat, God. man. No, I went to Lollipop, and you know, I I wasn't like dead set on adopting anything. Right. I was just like window shopping. Yeah. But I looked in this window, and I just saw little fucking. Bright blue, blue eyes. eyes. Just <laughs> needed it. You needed the hammer. at me. And I'm like, that's the one. Get her right now. Oh, I yeah. need her. You just know. You oh, just yeah. know when you you, like, you, you yeah. connect with that cat or that animal, oh, yeah. dog or whatever. You just connect with them. Anything. You just know. Um, Brian says, uh, so sorry to hear. Sending love and positive thoughts uh, for Ricky Rodden. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just, um, you know, pets are family. So it's it's yep. very hard to lose them too, mm-hmm. um, you know. As the the older they get, you're like, you know, you dread it. He, uh, Ricky, actually recently lost mm-hmm. a pet too. Yeah. I think cat, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. His cat. The, yeah. Yep. She she had just posted about it. Yep. Yeah, that's it's just it's tough right now. It's just a tough time for everybody. And yeah. I just again, I just want to, you know, just say, you know, we're sending a lot of positive vibes and all yeah. the love we can to Ricky, and it just. You know, I, I, you feel for him. You don't got to go through it alone. No. So don't. No. Just reach out. That's a huge thing that I mm-hmm. think I think we all struggle is to reach out, yeah. you know? And I... <sighs> well, because you get that sense of feeling like you're a burden to right. the people you're reaching out to. Yeah. I, and I understand that because it's... And you don't want them to look at you some type of way. Right. Oh, they're going through this. They're coming to me for help. So yeah. Yeah. there's I think, that and every other thing. Yeah, so. I think we need to set aside the the ego and the pride at that yeah. point, and just you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, um, I need to start following that advice because that's not something I do. I just bottle it up and just kind of like deal with it my own way, and, and then it it sucks. 
But oh yeah, and you don't want that. No. And that's why I was like asking Lola. I was like, hey, you know, what do you, what do, you do for coping? You know, and writing is a good way of doing. It. I think yeah. writing is one of the best ways you can get it out there, especially when you're making music. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, mm-hmm. So when you listen to like different artists and all that, can you? Does any of them resonate with you? Now, here's a good question for you: What song? Just one song. What song makes you actually either tear up or cry or choke up? What's what's a song that would make you do that? Um, there's two of Rain City Drive songs. One is um, I wouldn't talk to a friend the way I talk to myself. Um, basically, skating like the way that you like talk to yourself mentally, like you wouldn't like say the things you'd say to yourself to a friend. So, like, that's one of those songs. And um, I think the other one, it, it, like, goes, no one fucks with me like I, no one fucks with me like I do. So it's basically, like, saying, like, like, I'm my own worst enemy. Like, nobody really hates on me, like, as much as I do myself. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I always find that interesting because, so you know, some people will not, speak up about that like yeah you know not the most emotional person in the world but you know yeah. i would say there are songs out there mm-hmm. one by in this moment there's a song oh god it's like she's talking about flames and you know it was from the star across waste wasteland album and it was mm-hmm. and i had, it, when i first listened to that album i had just lost a close friend um she, I, I still to this day don't understand how she passed. You know, the, the the real story, I don't know what the real story was. Even in, in to this day, I just like, you know, her and I, we knew each other for 16 years. We dated uh, for a brief moment, but we were close friends. And, you know, I listened to that song, and it's one of, the, one of those things you think about is just, you know, you start thinking about, you know, do we see people after this life? And mm-hmm. we have all those questions circulating in our heads, like after we lose somebody. Yeah. And, um, just that that song does if i listen to it and i just get lost in it yeah it chokes me up and i'm not gonna lie it it, yeah. it does does do that um what about you andrea what, what song makes you choke up um <clears throat> uh gideon uh if you love me let me go really mm. all right i don't know if i've heard that one Gideon, though, it's... It's rough. <laughs> it's okay. You know, everybody's got their... Uh, Ghost, I mean, Motley Crue, what song did they... Oh, Mo- uh... Is it Motley Crue? <laughs> no, it's not. No. No, it's not. Uh, it's actually Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the songs he did for Tarzan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but it just had a lot to do with him and his mother and... Yeah. Uh, to Phil Collins' actual relationships. Yeah. And it just, it makes me appreciate what I have. Yeah. So. I think sometimes you forget what you yeah. have already. That or uh, Billy Joel, Piano Man. Piano Man? Yeah. Okay. Um, one last question for you, Lola. What soundtrack... Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not what soundtrack. What movie would you, existing or maybe one that's coming out soon... What movie would you have loved to have made a song for the soundtrack? I don't know if I've ever asked this question, but I always think about, like, because I found certain bands in my life through movies. Yeah. Smell Empty Soul being one of them. 
edema actually from a video game soundtrack. But regardless, you know, when you when you listen to music, sometimes you wonder, hmm, this would be good in a in a, in a movie or a show or a game or something. What soundtrack would you put? Like, would you like to write or maybe even have your current songs for? What movie or show? It's mm, a hard one. I would say show. I really like Disenchantment. So, um, probably that one. Disenchantment? Uh, or Disenchanted. I think it's called Disenchanted. Yeah. Hmm. Is that it's the guy who made The Simpsons made it. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, is that Netflix? Netflix? Yeah. Or Hulu? Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta no, check it, that it out. It's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yeah? Yeah. I gotta check that out. I'm always looking for different things. My wife and mm-hmm. I are always watching different things. Right now we're yeah. uh we're watching out uh, Outlander. And oh. um like we're kind of like holding okay. off. We're like edging on the season now because they're coming out or yeah. have already started coming out with them. And Kat's like, I don't wanna kill it and then we have to wait another week. I go, but that's how it was in the old days. We yep. gotta do it anyways. Yep. You know? <laughs> um, you had to watch them weekly. And yeah. Wait. Had to wait. I don't know what it is, though. Outlander is so good, like, the time, like, the time-traveling aspect of it, but I don't know what it is about that, like, the the, the Scottish music that's playing in it, but oh, yeah. it, it does, for some reason, it, it kind of makes me, like, I wouldn't say reminisce, but, like, you ever reminisce about something that you never experienced? Like, that's kind of what it does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I always find that... Oh, I get that feel, same type of uh, feeling, hearing, yeah. like, odd uh, bagpipes. Yeah. So. Is there any music that you've listened to? It could be even, like, older music. Is there something that you've listened to that made you, fuck, like, find yourself reminisce about something you never experienced? or Probably the song Hallelujah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird feel. I don't know, like. It's yeah. It's like, I don't know what it, it makes me feel. Right. Like, I don't know what it, like, it's like, I don't even know what it makes me feel, but it just makes me feel something that's like really deep. And I'm just <laughs> like, every time I listen to it, I just like get this, like these chills. And I'm like, I don't know where these are coming from, but <laughs> it's there. Yeah. I find that uh, mm-hmm. like even music and smells and stuff like that, it'll like, it'll like kick me to a place that I never been to, but for uh-huh. some reason it feels very familiar. And I'm like, how? Yeah. Like if I'm out in the country, and it's like blue hour in the middle of winter and you smell like fire. Now, I, I like the smell of fire anyways. It's it's a good smell to me. I don't know. It's oh, yeah. like one of those things. Yeah. It just brings me back to like camping and stuff and being able to just, yeah. you know, tell stories and sit uh, around the campfire. Synesthesia? So I have synesthesia and that's basically like, so if you like look at a number or, or a, a letter, like the, the most common one is like you associate that letter or number with a color. Oh. Mine's different. Like I have a weird thing, like certain sounds... I'll identify as like certain things or like the number one would be a, a male and two would be female. Oh, three yeah. would be male. Four would be male. Five would be female. Like I have that weird synesthesia mm-hmm. had it as a kid, but um, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a weird, it's, you, you perceive things differently, I guess in the world compared to everybody, uh, everybody else. But um, so Lola, let's, let's ask you this. Where can we find you? Where, where, what platforms are you on and where, where can mm-hmm. people find you? I'm on um, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify. Um, I think 
any like big listening platform you can find me on. If you just look at like Lola Beth on Instagram and YouTube and TikTok and Facebook, you can find me Lola Beth Music. Right. Yeah, go, cool. go subscribe to her YouTube and follow her on yeah. Spotify. And Just don't follow her in her life. Yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> Jesus, don't do that. No. And then stop inboxing your <laughs> creepy messages. Yeah, yeah. Just stop it. <laughs> do better. Enough. Yeah. And, and that's why I always like to, to, to say that. Like, you know, just... Cause you never know, you know, you just never yeah. know who's out there, and that's that's the scary part about putting yourself out there as a content creator is like you just never know who's out there, maybe doing some weird stuff. You yeah. Know? But um, mm-hmm. Lola, thank you for coming on with us. Um, it's been a pleasure. It's been an honor. I hope you had yeah. fun. Um, hope to have yes. you on again. Oh yeah, point. always yeah. welcome. We'll see where you're at. Maybe a year's time. See where you've uh, released where you've and all moved. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Where, where, where you <laughs> end up? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and if you're ever up this way, uh, maybe we'll see you. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thank you yeah. for reaching out. Yeah. I know that you, uh, you you reached out to me originally and said, hey, can you like and sub? And I was like, absolutely. I don't mind su- supporting people. It's it's nice to be able to do that. Yeah. And then I was like, I asked her, hey, we, you know, would you like to be on the show? And she said, yeah. And that's, yeah. Why, that's how we ended up here. There we go. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks for the opportunity to come on and uh, chat with us. And yeah. um, thank you. Yes, everybody go check her out. And again, you can see her on YouTube, Spotify, all that good stuff. Yes. Of course, TikTok, mm-hmm. you know. Got to have a TikTok. Got it. Um, <laughs> if you haven't already, go to our Facebook page. Go check yeah. that out. Uh, like, share, follow. And then, uh, you know, do that thing on YouTube, too. Please go like, subscribe, hit the bell yep. for all the good times. And don't forget, if you want to support the show, you can go to the embalmeffect.com uh, or go to the embalmeffect.bigcartel.com. Support the show. Represent the dirty. Yep. We have bugs, hats, shirts, hoodies. Well, we did. (laughs) We did at one point. Yes, that's true. (laughs) Um, But, you know, we do things a little uh, abstract here. Yeah. So. And we have fun. Yeah, we we try to. And I flew to the. Oh, wow. This is the first time we've heard that all night long. So we'll give it I waited. (laughs) I waited. It's okay. It's all right. (laughs) See, no, I jumped the gun last time. You did. Sure. Now. See, I waited to the very end. I'm all like. Yeah. Nope. No one's doing it. Okay. Well, thanks again, Lola, for coming on. And for everybody else, go check her out. Yes, please We do. will be back live next week on Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. This is Rock Hard. This is the M-Bomb Effect. Bye. Bye. Well, there goes the neighborhood. It's a good thing no one got seriously hurt. Oh, my God. Whoops. Spoke too soon. Don't get too wrecked. See you on the next one. The M-Bomb Effect.